What up is the Glitch Girls Gaming Podcast, and whether it's your first time or your 20th time, Whoa. I'm one of your hosts, Jerrica. I'm one of your hosts, Kayla. And we're here to bring you the gaming news we care about. And maybe some that you don't. Can you believe we made it 20 episodes? No, I cannot wait. Oh, wow. I wait. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't. Um, I couldn't imagine us here. That's what I meant to say. I'm so glad we are, though. This is a milestone episode. Yeah. We, we didn't even realize it until we sat down. I was like, record. oh, whenever we do the intro, I'm like, okay, what number are we on? Mm-hmm. We have so many she episodes. Said, I just can't keep up anymore, <laughs> you know? And now we have some ghost episodes lingering out yeah, there. Like, we had some technical difficulties First last time week. ever. It was, it was a, you know, it was a little bit of a disappointment, but don't worry. We have, I was extremely disappointed. Let's be honest. We were disappointed. And maybe you didn't notice because we still uploaded like the champs that we are. Yeah, we have, but, we, we have some stuff just but, in case something goes wrong. And we hope you enjoyed last week. We thought that episode was really funny. I honestly yeah. forgot about it. It's also <laughs> fitting yeah. because we talked about in the beginning beginning of last week's episode like since it was a minisode it was, it was one of our special minisodes yeah it was yeah pre-recorded it was pre-recorded also if you side note if you ever have any ideas for those shoot them our way let us know yeah they're just shorter episodes with like usually like I a funny-ish of, topic yeah i think of like a fun topic a game something we can just be silly with right but like i was saying in that episode we actually said what if death stranding's out when we air this spoiler alert it is it's and out drum roll please that's i don't that's me jerica oh you finished any games lately i finished death stranding and she texted me and said she was crying about it i (laughs) sobbed like a baby i'm not gonna say was it due to sadness or happiness um, Maybe both. It could have been both, but I'm not going to say. Jerrica, give us like a tiny little <clears throat> package wrap up of your quick thoughts. This, no spoilers, so don't okay. worry about it. Yeah, if you're listening, don't worry. I won't spoil you. Um, I It takes a lot to make me cry, honestly. Sometimes. It depends. But like, I love, not, not that the ending of Lost is similar to the ending of Death Stranding. It's by, it is not but similar feelings the same feelings of just like we've wow. been through so much we've been through so much and this is what it's all about and like throughout that game so like the gameplay mechanics obviously are super there's no hand holding in death stranding you are put into this world where you have to learn how to manage your weight when it comes to manage your weight watch what you eat no but manage your <laughs> weight when it comes to um your inventory what you know sam picks up and what he puts on his backpack because if those things aren't met you know weighted out properly he falls over and that's with like pretty much every step of this game you could you fall over you hit rocks you hit dead ends you're in an empty world and it's not a lot of fun (laughs) in that way but it is fun it's hard to explain because you are connected to this character i was able to connect to this character um so the struggles I was going through with playing it made sense with the emotion I needed to play this game and be in Sam's head right which was really cool like I it was diff- usually difficult games where I'm like oh I hate how this plays or I don't like how this feels I'll just sort of drop it right obviously I'm a big yeah. fan and I was so excited for this I was gonna play it regardless but it hooked me in a way that I like wanted to see this through for this character <clears throat> so to recap 
it takes you on a wild ride. There are moments where it's a little empty and a little slow going. That's where I'm at right now. It's a little empty. Now you have a lot to do. You have a lot of places to walk. <laughs> um, but well, once you start meeting characters, getting things unlocked, it gets a lot easier for Sam. And it's cool because it's not only the things he gets that help him. It's these people he meets and connects with along mm-hmm. the way that the character himself starts opening up. Aww. And you get to see that. And I, I, I really enjoyed the story. I'm a big fan of like anything that deals with the concepts of life and death and what could be after, what could be before, what happened on this planet before, mm-hmm. you know. Well, there's so know. much mystery to you. Know? Yeah. That's kind of what hooks you it's in. It's cool. I, I am in a kind of weird spot right now. I'm obviously going to keep playing it. Yes. But we're kind of segueing into what we've been playing this week and like what we've been playing in general. Yeah. Um, I kind of got sidetracked by Jedi Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. Um, which... which- Go ahead. Well, we said witch at the same time. <laughs> witch, witch, witch. Um, I sort of got just, I was sort of rushed. I didn't rush through Death Stranding, but I started doing just the main story missions. Because mm-hmm. it seems like everyone is having a great time playing this game. I've Are you l- playing it? I am. I am. I actually, I only got to play a little bit at first mm-hmm. um, because little insight this is kind of what our lost episode was about was star wars oh yeah we've talked about this have have we talked about well this? we started talking about it on our instagram uh, <laughs> about like hey this is an episode that's coming out but unfortunately we like we said in the beginning we had we technical have, difficulties we had a special guest we did my brother which is so he was so sweet about it shout out coleman <laughs> if you're listening hopefully you are and you don't hate us i'm just kidding he yeah he'll be fine. Uh, but no he's gonna be back and he'll be back and we'll do a star wars episode again uh, but in the meantime, yes, uh, I wanted to touch just a little bit, like yes. not like a review episode or anything like that, because obviously I can't do that. I've only played like 30 minutes, maybe an hour of it because mm-hmm. um, I played it. I actually played it on Xbox, too, which felt really weird. It's like, <laughs> it's like I'm what not, is this? Yeah, I was like, I don't know what buttons to press. Yeah. Press. <laughs> That's what um, you do on but Xbox. So far, it's really beautiful game. Um, and the acting, I think, is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, the story so far is super intriguing. Very, okay. like, twist and turns. Like, yeah. don't really know what's going to happen next. Um, but, yeah, I'm really I'm really happy with it so far. I just bought it on my on PlayStation. So, I can, yeah. like, it's downloading right now as we speak. So, Sweet. I'll go home and I'll start playing some more of it. It's a fairly short game, I believe. I think it's only really? 20 hours. Whoa. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I had no 20 idea. Or, 20 or 30, I think. <gasps> So, oh, that makes me sort of sad. You know, yeah. But as long as, like, you know, it's, I think it's going to be, be like pale in comparison to the length of Death Stranding. You know, I, I know. think after this, everything's going to be like. That's sort of cool. It, it probably would be a good uh, palate cleanser. Exactly. For me. Not yeah. that it didn't taste good, but. That I need, this is very linear, whereas yeah, Death Stranding is not need, at all. I need some boundaries. Right. <laughs> exactly. You need some, uh, what's it called? <sighs> I don't know. Boundaries is the correct Boundaries word. Boundaries <laughs> or things that you put up when you're bowling. So um, that was <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't uh, know what those are called. Oh, God. I don't Guardrails. Guardrails. Put on my training wheels for me. Right. Thanks. Exactly. But apparently it's pretty hard. Like different I, difficulties. It is. Yeah. I've only played a little bit, my but I. Itches. It's okay. I'm you're itching. fine. Uh, yeah. It can be very difficult. I've only fought like one boss and it was pretty yikes i had to play it a few different times i've died a few times too as well Otto's underneath that cover and i'm dying at how cute he is yeah the my my dog so Otto, our our mascot yes your dog is. needs to come over sometime uh, she's, needs some, she needs some she's not as nice as Otto. she's well, nice but she's a little wild 
So he has a little blanket down here, but on top of the blanket is another blanket. And if you hold it open, he will crawl in <laughs> and wrap himself up like he's a burrito. He's just a little sleepy boy he's, over there. He's, he loves a nap. I'm same, honestly. Yeah, I'm, I wish I was him right now. So that was pretty much all you've been playing? Yes, I have finished Death Stranding. And now you're going to start. Falling. It was what so good. I'm, I'm sorry. It was so good. It was. I'm so happy. I'm so glad you're happy. Story 10 out of 10 for me. So what do you foresee yourself playing next? Jedi Fallen Order. Okay, great. It's great. downloaded and ready to go. I was going to start last night mm-hmm. after I beat Death Stranding. You might want a little bit of a break. I was... I, no, I had it downloaded before I hopped onto it. I'm yeah. like, ooh, I'm going to... I'm going to beat this and, and then I'm going to feel real good. Like go right into it. No, I was an emotional wreck. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I was just sleep. like, Lord, I need to get some, get some rest. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, but are there, so I kind of wanted to add a little bit of something into this as well. Like what we've been watching this week and what we've been, you know. Oh yeah. Cause there's cool watching. stuff to there's watch. There's lots of stuff out right now. And I know we're not like a TV show podcast, yeah, but, but like, there's some stuff that's video game ro- ties in and like, we you know that's not. If you're listening, you probably don't only care about video games. For so, sure. If you're listening but, to our show, you know we talk about more than games. Some things right. you don't ca- we don't care about. Yeah. Like we, you know. Yeah. We'll but probably we'll, get to we'll, some of that today. Yeah. We, we may get to some of that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been... Are you okay if I go first? I would love for you to go first because I'm holding my arms and I have nothing ready. <laughs> well, big topic lately. I've been watching The Mandalorian. Yes. And I know you've been watching it too. And I have. I'm saying this and know okay. that like this isn't a spoiler because this also isn't really accurate what I'm about to say. Yeah. Well, if you're on the internet, you've seen it. Baby Yoda <laughs> is my life. I've had some ups and downs this week. I look at a picture of Baby Yoda. Makes everything go away. It does. His little fuzzy head. His fuzzy head, his little His fingers, little ears. Little his little... Yeah. I like... They sort of kept with like... The same. It's not a puppet, is it? I don't think so. It's like CGI and it's like a CGI puppetry. I don't know. Whatever it is, is damn cute. It looks. It's keeping with the style of Star Wars and what I'm used to seeing in the movies, but it looks so real. It does. It's so cute. He's, oh my god. He or she is so cute. It, if you haven't watched it yet, it won't. I don't think it'll spoil you to just look at a picture. So if you go, just, look just at Google picture. a picture, of Baby Yoda. Yeah. So. And anyways, I've only, there's only two episodes out, right? I believe. Yeah. If there's, if it, third it, one might've just it may came have out. been just, yeah. But I've seen two episodes yep. and I'm hooked. I think it's really cool. I love it. I, I like, think it's different. It has like an edgy feel it's almost. It's edgy. The, like, the music's cool. Yeah. Like it's a little, it's like what I wanted Star Wars to evolve into for the yeah. movies. <laughs> like, like that kind of. Which maybe the next one will be. We don't, we don't know. know. We don't know. But I think I'm really like happy with it. Yeah. Um, on another note, I'm um, yep. also watch. That's on uh, Disney Plus, by the way. The Mandalorian. Disney Plus, uh, which Disney. We haven't actually talked about really Disney Plus since it launched either. I like it. Great quality. I love the user interface. I'm a huge fan. I have one complaint. Okay. I have one complaint, and yeah. this is big coming for me because I'm such a huge Disney fan. I love Disney. Yeah. I'm so excited about this. They have so many things I'm excited about. Okay. This is so petty. Like no, it's, it's small. not. I'm interested. Have you noticed that it doesn't show where you're at in the series? Well, I don't think I have it. Like, it doesn't say, like, play next episode. Like, when you log, like, when I you did get- notice when I walked, when I started watching Man- The Mandalorian or just to show Audrey a scene, mm-hmm. I went to play it and it played the first episode. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like it doesn't remember what episode you're on. Interesting. Yeah. And that's hard when you have a big series. Like, I'm watching The Clone Wars. <laughs> 
back yeah. over again. It has like eight seasons. It's so really what long. do you do? You just log it or you, you go just, back to it and you're like, uh, I don't know if it's a bug or like if they're going to fix it, but like I just kind of have been remembering what I'm on. Good. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, just like going back. A mental bookmark. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I don't know if they'll fix that, but that's the only complaint I have. Other than that, yeah. I'm totally fine with it. I think it's great. I think it's very like, um, user-friendly yeah. for the most part and they have i do get a little overwhelmed sometimes because there's so much there's and I, a lot i think it's because i love basically everything that's on there yeah. so i'm like what so do i watch what, next what do you watch but uh, mandalorian right now it's a little bit like it's picked up the second episode the first episode up, was a little slow it was slow but i had hope and like i yeah. was like no nah, i think it's gonna get better so i love it so far oh and really quick last thing i've been mm-hmm. watching I've been watching C on Apple TV Plus. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's. I'm just kidding. Um, it's it's different. I love Jason Momoa, and he's yeah. like the main character. Um, it's I'm on. I think I'm on the third episode. I believe it's it's a little wild. Like there's a lot going on, but mm-hmm. I think it's worth it because the story so far is really good. It's very different. It's really like pretty show like it's really cool okay so i suggest it i think you should try it out if you have it i don't know what's kind of weird is i don't know if it was worth me getting apple that's like all i'm watching on apple tv plus yeah i'm gonna watch the morning show which i, I know you've watched i've been watching the morning show and it i love it you i do? love reese witherspoon and jennifer aniston, seeing jennifer aniston you know again, not aging looking, yeah look at her wow she's an alien i think yeah there's probably no way. alien um, immortal immortal but, but she, yeah, the show's good it. yeah it's good um I know, like, a lot of reviews that I saw, like, it wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't really blowing uh, wind up people's skirts where you probably don't want that to happen because the topic is, like, you know, um, Me Too and, like... Oh, it at, is? At a, at a new... Like, a, it's, a, it's almost like Good Morning America. Oh, okay. And then it's sort of, like, their own fictional Good Morning America and, like, this host of, like, so many years, all these women have put forth these allegations towards mm-hmm. him and it literally happens overnight yeah and jennifer aniston's like one of the is the co-host of uh i the morning show is no that what called? What, steve carell's character steve carell, yeah, yeah. steve carell is the one that's being accused of seeing that him and that role is pretty interesting but like he's usually like a funny guy yeah, yeah. and you know um there's points that i'm laughing yeah these characters are sort of funny but it's not a fun topic but it does it does sort of paint a picture of like what that could like be possibly be like if you work there and well, that yeah. just happened to one of your anchors of like 20 years. Yeah. So well, I mean, good. it happens every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's a, uh, it's a good show. I like it. I'm going to start good. it. I'm eventually going to start it. I've also heard Dickinson is very good. I know. That's my next thing. I want to watch that. Me too. Let it, you guys let us know if you've watched that. What do you think? Yeah. I think I'm going to watch cool. that next. Wah, yeah, I, think wah, wah. I think that's it for what we've been watching and playing and mm-hmm. doing and finishing and yep looking at and all that just jazz. looking at stuff um let's jump into our news new 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 new, new, new. news time <laughs> okay so lead us let me lead us through this thing um do you mind if i start with some news that was supposed to be on the last episode yes <laughs> this one right here i'm gonna point it to you Oh, yeah, 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 I got yeah, out yeah, of order yeah, yeah. and I was just like, which one? I'll start no, here. it doesn't matter. Let's just go. <laughs> yeah. So some of this news may be a tad older because when this episode is going out, it's a little bit later. Mm-hmm. We're pre-recording a little bit more than we usually do. Yeah. Um, so bear with us. If there's stuff that came out that we aren't, we'll yeah. talk about it 
eventually yes this is a little bit maybe a little bit dated but we're excited about it regardless so i am because any kind of bioware news i'm excited for i know like when we hear bioware we always hear oh no what happened next what else is going awry there but is it positive news it is positive news in my opinion it is because i'm a big fan of bioware i think they're gonna do great things one day they're gonna fix all their things (laughs) so this article is actually centering around sources have given us bioware plans a complete overhaul for anthem whoa um jason schreier one of the you know he writes a lot about games you may have heard of him (laughs) yes um so he wrote up this quick little well i say quick it's a long article but i'm not gonna go i'm not gonna read the whole thing um but recent silence and a couple of high profile departures from bioware have led fans in um, other people to speculate that the studio has abandoned its most recent game, Anthem. Hmm. Yeah, that came out this year. Yeah, I, that's I my little comment. Um, but the opposite is true. For the last few months, Bioware and a parent company e- and a parent company EA have been planning an overhaul of the online shooter, according to three people familiar with the plan. Some call it Anthem 2.0 hmm. or Anthem Next. So just Next. like No Man's Sky. Yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I didn't have a great launch either. And now it's pretty fun to play. I'm going to probably get that eventually. Yeah. Uh, many of the details are still in flux and there's no clear timeline for Anthem next, um, whatever that project is. In fact, from what I've heard, the developers at Bioware haven't even decided how it will be distributed. Hmm. There's more to this article, but the fact that they are like, they're not done with it. They're not giving up on it. They have a solid foundation with what they've built. There just needs to be some fixes to load screens and like story and progression that makes it, I need that gameplay loop that's addictive and right. it didn't have that. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see what they do. I'm glad they're not scraping it because it still was a lot of people that worked on a brand new IP Scrapping. out of Bioware. So like, I'm glad they're not giving up on it. Right. Um, but the last bit of this article really blows up my skirt and I don't wear skirts. I say that a lot <laughs> when I'm excited. Um, so let me scroll down to the bottom here. Bioware, meanwhile, is still invested in role-playing games. Good. Um, in addition to much to the much-anticipated Dragon Age 4, which Bioware teased last year, a new Mass Effect game is in very early development Ooh. at the Edmonton office under Mike Gamble, a longtime Bioware producer. So this is huge. They're working on the next Mass Effect. That- and it's confirmed, right? It's confirmed. That's so awesome. I bet you're hype, hype, hype. <gasps> I got chills. I hope it's not Andromeda 2. <laughs> I, yeah, I hope for your sake that it's not either. But also, timeline's probably going to be a while, though. Oh, it's definitely just like, now. Dragon Age apparently isn't coming out until like 2022. Oh, Lord. And so Mass Effect will be four years after that. So 2020 or 2026. 20, oh, yikes. No, that's too long. Yes. I don't know what year it is right now. Where it's 2019. We're in the Twilight Zone. Yes, many years from now. Is that Twilight Zone? Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's it. Good job. You're welcome. Anywho, that was my Bioware news. I mean, yeah, like that's that's big news though. Oh God. Um. So sure, we got a few things around PS5. Yes. Um. So I I found an article just on Twitter um, from Daily Star. Mm-hmm. Um. And it, essentially the headline is PS5 latest leak confirmed by yes. Sony. Let's talk about the leaks. Let's Give me talk those about next them. gen leaks. So latest PlayStation 5 leak has seemingly been confirmed by Sony as new patents hint at how the company will solve two of the PS4's biggest problems. 
Whoa, this is real. It's okay. Um, it's by Tom Pip Pipiot. Sounds cool. Pipiot. Pipiot. Um, anyways, Sony PS5 <laughs> news just won't stop coming. Um, so the patent suggests, essentially a patent came out that people were noticing. The patent suggests that the PS5 may move to cart-based storage for its games. Cool. Hinting that we may be able to hot swap holids solid solid state drives to solve the problem of storage for the next gen machine thank god i hope this is real i hope, I this, hope, is so I hope this patent sees fruition okay so as we started looking into the reality of this rumor and began asking questions about whether or not ps5 ssd would actually work for expanding the memory on the machine let's go digital i'm assuming that's the mm-hmm. company did some more digging and it looks like sony really will be moving to ssd based memory next gen mm-hmm. um let's go digital seems to have confirmed that sony will be using this tech as we head into the ps5 and xbox scarlet generation very nice um was there anything else i can't remember if the article said that there was anything else um getting- that was the biggest thing like sort of like a that'd be cool if like ssd's like storage options would be modular or i could yes. add more to it so that's what that was what was confirmed yeah. right awesome mm-hmm. It seems in the second patent, the document is more solidly focused on the connector that will bridge the cart in the PS5 itself. That's interesting. That is interesting. Huh. An image is also shown inner... It's shown revealing the inside of the cartridge where we can see a chip with eight connection points. Wowza. I don't know what that means. Me neither. I guess it's how it connects. (laughs) But basically it says running out of space, then buy a bigger SSD and pop it right in. That's really... me up really interesting come on let's there's, do it there was also some news around the new dualshock controller yeah they got some like blueprints out yeah I was it looks to- really good i like how it, it's like it's almost like a little shorter a little smaller mm-hmm. it's not who knows but it doesn't seem as i'm really bad at describing controllers that's okay look up a picture of it if you okay want. <laughs> Okay, so this is from GameSpot. I'm just going to touch a little bit on this about the controller. Uh, Essentially, it says more details have now emerged by way of a patent for the PS5's controller, which points to the return of the DualShock 4's touchpad, but the removal of the light bar, which I'm kind of happy about. I don't really care about it. It's not really like necessary. A patent doesn't guarantee anything, but it does potentially reveal to us what Sony may have in mind for PS5's controller, whether it's called DualShock 5 or something else. Um, so, yeah, that's... I think that the all... Oh, this article gives you a history of all PlayStation's controllers. That's cute. Yeah. You guys look this up if you want to. It's by Alessandro Filari on GameSpot. A history of Sony PlayStation controllers and what could be next for PS5. Um, that's, that's pretty neat. If you are interested in that, go ahead and look at it. Do we have any more news? I think. Oh, there I was mean, one about Borderlands. Do you oh, want yeah. to read that one? Yeah, I can read that. Audrey you play it. sent me that today. Yeah. Uh, I saw it and thought of you. I don't play it, so I wanted you to... Oh, shucks. Thanks. Yeah. Basically, it's just about a new DLC. Is yeah. That, is that Ling not working? No, it's working. Okay, great. Yeah. New Borderlands 3 story DLC releases next month. So Gearbox um, has this... This article comes to us from uh, GameSpot. Gearbox has announced its first DLC campaign for Borderlands 3. So this is like it's big dlc like campaign like big deal dlc um moxie's heist of handsome jacks or handsome jackpot will launch on december 19th the dlc is a final piece of borderlands 3 post-launch content scheduled for 2019 
the Gearbox loot, Looter Shooter will get more campaign add-ons in um, 2020 as well. So to access Moxie's Heist of the Handsome Jackpot, you'll have to you have to at least reach Sanctuary 3. It's pretty much at the very beginning of the game, so it shouldn't be too hard. This spaceship hub where um, the area will unlock when you complete the opening campaign chapters on Pandora. Hmm. So that's pretty cool. Have you beaten cool. that already? Yes. Did you beat the whole campaign? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Yeah, I did. Um, I was able, me and Audrey played it together. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. You told me about that. Yeah. And what's really cool is Moxie's a really cool character. She, um, she's been in all the games and she pretty much oversees the bar, but she's such a badass. So that's awesome. It's really cool to see her and like, if there's loot to be had, I'm after it. <laughs> is me... that DLC free? I couldn't tell. I believe so. Good question. Because it I talked about like it as an add-on. So I don't know if that meant that it costs money or not. Will you be doing it? Huh? Will you be participating? Oh, yes. Me and Audrey are going to be all over this. That's awesome. Okay. So the DLC specifically turns characters who are level 13, but no, 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 sorry, I'm going to... Moxie's Heist of the Handsome Jackpot is included in Borderlands 3 Season Pass, though it is available as a standalone purchase as well. Okay, great. So there you go. All right. Well, I think that's all of our news for today, don't you think? all of our news. Awesome. Well, main topic. We're going to move into our main topic, Jerrica. That's not the theme of the Game Awards, but it should be. All right. That's your self-proclaimed theme. (laughs) Because our main topic is the Game Awards. (laughs) The Game Awards. It's right around the corner, December 12th. Woot woot. And um, the nominees are out. Yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today is the nominees for each category. Mm -hmm. Mine Mm -hmm. is probably eSports because me and Jerrica aren't super familiar with eSports. Yeah. So if you're interested in any of that and we didn't cover it, you can just head over to the Game Awards website, which is where we're going to be reading from. Yeah. But we're going to talk about our votes, right? Do you want to talk about who we chose? Yeah, let's go through. Let me find my note here. I'm going to go through. I'm, I'm opening the website now. Does it show? Because I did. I voted a while ago, so I wonder if it's going to show. Oh, it does show. Yeah, it keeps you signed in. Actually, okay, great, 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 great. So, um, the first category, of course, um, is going to be Game of the Year. Do we want to list all the nominees? Yes, the nominees include Control, Mm -hmm. Death Stranding, Mm -hmm. Resident Evil Two, Sekiro. Shadows Die Twice. I think it's Sek- Sekiro. I don't know. S- Sekiro. S- Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and The Outer Worlds. The category is described game of the year. I'm sure it's very self-explanatory, but recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. Yes. The first thing I'll say, <laughs> that is correct, Kayla. Yes. Um, what's interesting, a lot of these lists, little unique. Not yeah. gonna lie. This was a weird timing. This was a game, a weird year for games by the time when they were released. So, for example, I Otto feels the same way. I am He's sort of bummed that Fallen Order didn't make the time. Yeah. Like, the, the game came out right a little after it was too late to be mm-hmm. nominated. And it's also not going to be able to be nominated for next year. Really? No. How is this training on here then? Because it came out before the cutoff. I forgot the date. There's like a t- there was a date where the game like so how the how it works like of course we get to vote, but there's actually the same media outlets that review games. They're they're actually sent their their they vote, nominate they, they nominate yeah. and then their votes way outweigh a little bit more. Yeah. So like they nominate the games and 
Yeah. They it, whatever the date was, the cutoff for when the game was needed to be released by. Mm-hmm. Is there anything on not on here that you feel like sh- or it should have earned a spot on here? I would say I was really surprised that Smash was on here. Yeah. And what do you think should have taken its place? Mm, do you think Borderlands 3 should be on there? Yes, absolutely. I think Borderlands 3 should be on there. I was sort of sad Untitled Goose the Game <laughs> didn't get up there because it made such a splash. It is such it is an indie It made game, such though. a honk. It is on one of the categories. It is. Though. It is. I just wanted to talk about that. You know, we if you're listening and you don't follow gaming news and you're like, where's Fallen Order? Yeah. That's why. It's right. on the list. So but, I want to know your vote. I feel like I know what it is, but... Well, yeah, it's a Death Stranding, of course. That's that a, is out of these options these right. nominees it is definitely death stranding oh shoot i just hit my mic on oh, my face it's okay you okay yes good <laughs> what, what but yours? If, mine was death stranding as death well stranding. Yeah. even though i haven't finished it yet out of all the games i haven't played all of them but and that's the thing some of these we may not it, have it, played them all it's but tough yeah i can imagine like when the nominee selections like right. you have to get a group of people because this is a lot of games to play. <laughs> right, exactly. You know? Um, is there anything on here that, like, like that is Death Stranding your game of the year? That's my game of the year, but I can tell you. Um, another contender for this, um, for game of the year, is going to be Sekiro, um, Shadows Die Twice. For you or for just in general? In general, because oh, okay, okay. Uh, it got really great reviews. It's one of the best reviewed games of the year. Have you played it? No. Okay. <laughs> it's a little too... Well, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, if you're playing Fallen Order, you'd love this. Or, oh, okay. You know, something. I don't... So it's a From Software game. They're known to be really difficult. Oh. So, like, one day I'll it's get to it. It's for a certain it. type of gamer. It is. Yeah. If you like a challenge. All right. So you, I, I'll let you read the um, selections for this nominee. This is Action Game. Best action game of the year for the best game in the action genre focused primarily on combat i feel like the descriptions are important they are because thank you yes because when i got down to some of the ones that we'll get to in a minute i was like like i was like yeah anyways what are the options for best action game okay of the year apex legends (laughs) (laughs) i like how i said that astral chain call of duty modern warfare devil may cry 5 Gears 5, Metro Exodus. Hmm. Where's Borderlands? <laughs> well, I, I guess know. it's more like a shooter. I guess. Well, so is Apex. <laughs> you know? <sighs> um, so what was your vote for? I voted for Apex. You did? I feel like Respawn had two heavy hitters this year, and they're huge successes coming from a studio that really put their all, and they deserve that recognition. I, I agree. So I also voted for Apex mainly because, well, the only, di- I've also played Call of Duty. I just, I still feel like, and this may There's sound There's one silly, every year. Like, there is. And I think that Apex is actually, even though it's, 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 I think it's pretty innovative. Yeah. I think it was cool to see where it started as like, I mean, it's still free to play, I believe, but like it started as very like, like simple, like yeah. just a map you dropped on and you shot. I think it's evolved so much based off of feedback from like consumers. When it, and when it came out, it was really good. Yeah. And that's the thing. It started pretty strong, but then they also did the Halloween event, which was super cool. Like yeah. they went like, I think they went, did really well with it. I think their feedback was really good. 
Um, I, I can't, you know, speak for all of these games, but Call of Duty is really fun. I just don't think, I mean, the action is the same as all of the Call of Duty games. Like, I do think, I still stand by my opinion that it's better than they have been recently, but it's mm-hmm. still, I think it's not, like, super monumental in the world of, like, video games. That's really, like, too, like, Gears 5, like, looks incredible. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it, I started that game, and apparently the story gets really good, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of innovation with cinematics. But it was... You know, in the way that we think of, like, God of War last year, God of War redefined what God of War was. Like, right. it evolved. It changed what it was. Gears was just another Gears game. So, I thought that was interesting that it was on there. Right. Read our next category, Jerry. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I could just talk about all the yeah. games and their histories and, like, well. <laughs> Finally, action-adventure games. So, this makes sense for... um the best action game, action adventure game, combat, combining combat with traversal and po- problem solving. Thank you. Do you want me to read these two? Oh, no. I'll read this for us. Okay. Uh, Borderlands 3. Finally seeing Borderlands 3 on here. Finally. Control. Which Control got nominated for a lot. I've never played it. Have you played it? Control? Yeah, I started it. Okay. Uh, Death Stranding again. Uh, Resident Evil 2. The Legend of Zelda Link's <laughs> Awakening. In the Sekiro game, Shadows Die Twice. So before we talk about our votes. Okay. I actually let's talk about our votes first. Who did you vote for? Borderlands three. Okay. The one I played so the did most I. Of. Yeah. So even though I haven't played Borderlands three, I've seen a lot of gameplay. I just don't know if Death Stranding would have been the right pick for this category. It's not. No, it does not belong here. You know what I'm saying? That's like that's why I said the category explanations are but important. It, but it's interesting because it does combine combat with traversal, and there's well, there's not a lot of prop. Well, I guess. It sort of does apply to this, but yeah. I'm just like, I don't think... When you think of Death Stranding, you're not thinking about the action, really, I feel like. Do you no, know? I'm thinking about avoiding the action. Yeah. <laughs> that's It's interesting. I think that's I think that's why I didn't vote for it in this category, because I feel like it's not necessarily the best in that category. No. Now, I can say Control. Pretty cool. And it's got some really neat things it does with combat. Oh, okay. So that's a tough... Con- that's... Control is going to be a contender in this category for sure. Well, now that I've seen it on here so much, it's something that I kind of want to play. You got to play it. It's good. I want to finish it. It's on my, it's in my backlog of doom. All right. So (laughs) next we have a backlog of doom. We should do a mini sode about our backlog of doom. Let's do it. And talk about all the games we put off that we still want to play. Yeah, like Really like uh, it would be sort of not a shame, but just like, yeah, I started. I just haven't beaten it. That's awesome. Let's do it. Um, Okay. Art direction. For outstanding creative and or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. Yes. So we have Control, Death Stranding, Gris, or Gree. I don't know. Sarenara Wild Hearts, Sekiro, The Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening. Jerrica, what did you pick? So... I can't just give every vote to Death Stranding. I can't, but it did have some cool art direction. It but did. at the same time, the art direction things I liked about most with it had a lot to do with music and where music like music came into play. And the, the cutscenes were awesome. But somewhere that Control for me was the first game I played this year that I was like, wowza, this is really pretty. This is a cool concept. They're doing a lot of neat things with like lighting and textures mm. and objects that like there's floating and like it was cool so i picked uh control oh okay great mm-hmm. i 
pick destraining because I, f- I personally feel like if there's any category that it should win in, it's this and, one. And if I didn't even attempt to play control, I would pick yeah. destraining too. Um, and I, I haven't played any of the other games, um, so, but I feel like if this is one category, I feel like it deserves, besides, yeah. I think it deserves game of the year as well. We need to play Sarnara Wild Hearts because it's on Apple, uh, arcade. Okay. And it's a music action game and it's really pretty. I've heard of it. I've seen people play it. So yeah. that may also be a very, um, one, it may be a one that's also okay. highly, uh, voted upon for that so category. Us, what's our next category, Jerrica? Audio design, recognizing the best in-game audio and sound design. I think it's interesting the way that it words that. So it's also mm-hmm. like in-game audio as well as I'm sure like soundtrack. Yeah. Um. So the nominees are, I feel like a you, like a like a host. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah, technically we are. But we like, get to yeah, know. we get to yeah pretend. The nominees it. are yeah, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Control, Death Stranding, Gears Five, Resident Evil Two. And Sekiro. Why do I feel like it's all the exact same games just being like, like cycled through? You know what I'm saying? I think it's because these are the best games. Best games that came out yeah, this year. I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this one was a little bit difficult for me. Yeah. Even though I think I did vote Death Stranding. I'm just going to go out with that. Yeah. But I really love the in-game audio of Modern Warfare. Me too. It sounds really good. Like even just like the... this. Like not the soundtrack necessarily, but even just the in-game audio, like the like the, 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 guns, the shooting, the, yeah. all that, the the noises happening. It it was a close vote, but I just the placement of the soundtrack in yes. Death Stranding, yes, the timing with the music, the I think. sounds, the things, the bladder make the the bladder, the ladder makes uh, walking, and it's it's cool. The, yeah, yeah, when it makes yeah. you like yeah. yeah, yeah, the likes, yeah. <laughs> I oh was my gosh, cool. look at Otto. Yeah, he's so upset. So which one did you vote for? I voted for Death Stranding. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was close for me, though. I really did I really did think about voting for Modern Warfare, but I think it all comes down to, like, the way, how, like, creatively it was, like, timed and everything like yeah. that with Death Stranding. Wait, did I read sure. the last one? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, oh, I read the nominees. I'll read okay. the, the category. Okay. Um, community support, recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness. So, read us our nominees. We have Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 15, Fortnite, Rainbow, or Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. And I should have said the studios. So you got Respawn, EA, Bungie, Square Enix. Epic Games and Ubisoft Montreal. So, this was a slight tough one. For I me. bet it was tough for you. <laughs> so, I actually voted Destiny 2. I did too. Because even though I didn't participate yeah. in the new like DLC with it, I just think it's been really cool to watch from the outside that like how much has happened with this game. Yeah. And like it, obviously it's had to happen because of the community. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they wouldn't have done this probably without like the push from the community. I did want to vote for Apex. I know. But I feel like the investment that people have in Destiny 2 is way more than Apex. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There's so that's lot, why I voted. A lot more that. moving parts. And I, just to clarify, I have played Destiny 2, just not Forsaken. Is that what's the new? Is that what the new one is called? Forsaken? I believe it's right. The dark. No, I was about to say the dark below, but I think that was the pre- another previous one. I'm pretty sure it's Forsaken. Anyways. Oh, it's uh, not Forsaken. Oh, it's not? No, it's something else. I've downloaded it. 
I cannot keep track of the names. Of the Anyways, Anyways I, the newest we, DLC. And I also support Bungie because they are on the loose. They're on their own now. They're not tied to Activision. Yeah, and and like awesome. they could have just shut down. But I, they dug even deeper into the community. So they have my vote. Yeah, 100%. Okay. I don't know who any of these people are. I know who Shroud is, so I voted for him. The content creator of the year. I I've, have only heard of Dr. Lupo. Is he a cool guy? I don't know. Well, I voted for him. All right. I voted for Shroud because it's the only one that I know. We uh, should be on here. Okay. So we're going to skip through these. I'll list the categories. <laughs> did you we hear me? Yeah, I did. Why aren't we on here? Yeah. Where's Glitch Girls Gaming <sighs> podcast? One day. Anywho. So we're going to skip through the esports just because. Sorry, esport fans. We're just not. We just don't know enough. Yeah. Okay. Sort so of like that. Did you see how that went with like content creator? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So it's esports coach, esports event esports game of the year and esports host esports player esports team all right now we're okay. at family game family game for the best game appropriate for family play irrespective irrespective of genre or platform Thank so like you. any any game so there's luigi's mansion My three eyes couldn't soak that word in <laughs> luigi's mansion three ring fit adventure super mario maker 2 super mario smash bros ultimate and Yoshi's Crafted World. All of these are Nintendo games. <laughs> They're, well, it makes sense. They're a family company, they aren't are. they? I'm curious what your vote is. Um, I actually was thinking Super Mario Maker 2, and actually that's what I voted for, but now I wish I would go back and say uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. I voted Luigi's Mansion 3. Because it just came out, it's getting, you know, a lot of respect and mm -hmm. like love and it's it needs a nomination i've heard ring fit adventure is really good though i don't know about family game though i don't want to get fit with my family <laughs> <laughs> um i've played a little bit of luigi's mansion 3 um and i think it's a really cute game and i think it's really yeah. fun for families so i voted for that one okay fighting game i don't play any fighting games but let's try to do this which Wait. one i want to know which one you picked honestly yeah. the only one okay i'll read them yeah uh, fighting game for the best game designed primarily around head-to-head -head combat Dead or Alive 6, Jump Force, Mortal Mortal Kombat 11, Samurai Showdown, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. That's the one I voted for. So did I, because <laughs> that's the only one I've ever played. I don't really like fighting games. I don't either. So I don't... The only reason I've played Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is because it's... Nintendo? Apparently Jump Force was horrible. I... I don't know because I don't care. I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't see the stuff we don't care about. We got to talk about we're, it too. We're talking sometimes. about it. Fresh indie game. Presented by Subway. <laughs> I want to do that. Recognizing a new independent studio that released its first game in 2019. Do you want to read us the Yeah. Titles? So I have heard of Disco Elysium, but I haven't heard of the company. Za slash um. That's probably not Zom. it. Zoom. I don't know. Z-A slash U-M. Um, Nomada Studio for Gree, Dead Toast Entertainment for my friend Pedro, Mobius Digital for Outer Wilds, Mega Crit for Slay the Spire, and House House for Untitled Goose Game, which that was a tough one. What but did you choose? I went Outer Wilds because that was my first game of the year this year. Oh, it blew it blew my skirt up, and I liked it. It was really special. So but it was close between Untitled Goose Game? Yes. It, Untitled Goose Game definitely was a follow-up to that because it brought me great joy. It made me really happy. 
Otto is sitting like a person, so I'm having to take a picture. Yeah, he likes to do that, like a little old man. <laughs> How are you sitting, sit, Otto? Sitting pretty? Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> Which um, one did you vote for? I voted for none of them because I haven't played any of okay, them. Okay, makes sense. But because you voted for Outer Wilds, I'm going to vote for it. So Perfect. That way I sort of have two votes now. Yeah, you do. I voted for it because I, f- I remembered that that was one of your top games this it year. It was really so. good, too. Um, and I do want to play it, so... Yeah. All right. So read our next category. Game direction. Awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. So we have Control. We have Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. We have Resident Evil 2. We have Sekiro. And then we have Outer Wilds. So here are my thoughts. Yes. Once again, I enjoyed the direction that Ge- uh, Death Stranding had because it was unique. The creative vision and all that. Yes. It was like wowza. But I know Kojima is a creative guy. He will be creative till the end of time. So I gave it to Outer Wilds because that was something Aww. brand new from a studio that that's a small one. That's and awesome. they made something really special. So Outer Wilds. I voted for Death Stranding. Good. That makes me my other one. <laughs> I can vote for them. Because yes. it has really, even though I'm at a point right now, I'm kind of at a little... It has made me change the direction of the games that I enjoy oh, because so cool. because of this game and because of yeah. the cr- creative direction that they had with this made me interested again in stories within games. Oh, <laughs> not uh, Yeah, so I voted for Death Stranding. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that's great. Games for impact for a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. Mm-hmm. So. You want me to go through the nominees? Yes. I can't remember if you did. I, okay, yeah. Concrete Genie, it's on my to playlist. Gree. Kind Words, Life is Strange 2, Sea of Solitude. So, I actually have not played any of these. That's okay. So, I didn't vote. I played one, two, three of these games. Okay. Um, I am all in on Life is Strange 2, and I think it's one of the best stories, besides Death Stranding, it's the second best story that's been told this year in games, but it's not done yet. Like, the next chapter comes out in December, the final chapter comes out in December. Mm -hmm. Um, But I actually voted for um, Sea of Solitude. Okay. Because it's a game. Uh, All of these have an impact, you know, whether it's telling Concrete Genie is about overcoming bullies. And finding your friends and being yourself. And Life is Strange is cl- tackles some political s- topics surrounding, you know, should I live in the United States? Should I, am I a citizen here? Um, police, like, brutality. Like, mm-hmm. those games are telling some that story. things, yeah. Sea of Solitude is the one I voted for. Um, because it's a game where you are having to play against yourself. And also hear yourself tell yourself that you suck oh and that you're not good enough and you're constantly battling your inner thoughts and i'm also a big fan of the lady that's over the studio she's Mm -hmm. super nice she always says thank you like i'll like her and comment and like retweet their stuff and she always like takes the time to say thanks jerica and that's super sweet one of the reasons why i followed it but it's also from a new like smaller studio that got um Help with the from EA to publish the game, so it's pretty cool. That's awesome. There you go. All right, independent game for outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside the traditional publisher system. You looking for it? Yes. Did I skip something? Independent game. No, I was I lost track. 
was, I, I'm Otto. So, Otto is crawling all over Kayla. It's okay. I love him. Okay. Uh, we have Baba is you. Disco Elysium. Katana Zero. Outer Wilds. Untitled Goose Game. Independent Game. Which one you vote for? I voted for Untitled Goose Game. I did too in this aspect. Like, uh, it was also Outer Wilds. But it was also Untitled Goose Game. I felt because I voted Outer Wilds twice, I would give Untitled Goose Game this uh this one that's like yeah i think i think it de- I definitely think, deserves something but so sure. outer wilds and untitled goose game they're totally two completely different games but they do something brand new and exciting that i experienced i never i didn't play the other games, so um who knows right. baba is you is supposed to be really fun Aww. and really interesting you should watch gameplay because i want you to see what this game's about i would love that it yeah. looks cool if you if you don't know if you never heard of baba is you look it up it's on my to playlist it looks really cool okay auto in your bin. We're not voting for tastiest fingers in the world. <laughs> okay. I would win, obviously, because, <laughs> you know. What's our next category, Jerrica? Mobile game for best game playable on a dedicated mobile device. So I don't really play mobile games. Me neither. But <sighs> Call of Duty Mobile, mm-hmm. Gra- Grindstone, mm-hmm. Sayonara Wild Hearts, Sky Children of the Light, and What the Golf. <laughs> It's funny. What'd you vote for, or did you vote? Sign our Wild Hearts, because it's really fun, and I like music, and the the play style is really cool. I voted for Call of Duty Mobile, because even though I don't prefer to play it on mobile, it got a lot of hype, yeah, actually. Yeah, um, um, it's pretty yeah, good. It good. Yeah. So, I don't personally play that game on mobile. I do play it, but yeah. I voted for that one, because I feel like it got a lot of hype, and it looked pretty nice. So. Grindstone's supposed to be good, too. I need to check that out. Okay, next one is multiplayer game. Yes. For outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game genre or platform. So, read us our categories, Jerrica. Or read us our nominees, Jerrica. Apex Legends, Borderlands 3, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Tetris 99, (laughs) Modern Warfare. Tetris 99. Tetris 99. (laughs) Uh, Tom Clancy, Tom Clancy's The Division Two. That was my first game of the year that I played. Yeah, first of the year. Division Two was incredible. I played the heck out of that game. I know you did. That was like your game for a while. It was fun, but then Borderlands Three came out, and I had to give it to Borderlands, even though it's not like massively it's not, online. Mostly. Yeah, it's like you're not doing a lot of PvP. Um, it's me and my girlfriend get to play. We have yeah. a great time. So. So I actually voted for Modern Warfare. Okay. Um, because I don't know. I I love Apex, and I, that was definitely it was a close like tie. But I think that the way that the multiplayer platform works this game particularly is better than Apex. Even though I did, I do really enjoy the gameplay itself of Apex. I feel like. I feel like Modern Warfare did deserve this one in my eyes. Yeah. So I gave it to that. It was a big risk for them to uh, do it again. Yeah. And do it differently. Yeah. Or, do, or really do it back to the old ways, but in a better way. I don't know. All right. Next category, Jerrica. Narrative for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. Do, do, do. A Plague Tale. Innocence. Mm-hmm. Control. Death Stranding. Disco Elysium. Elysium. Yeah. Elysium. The Outer Worlds. Of course, I went with Death Stranding. You did? I was surprised because yes. I know you. I know you kind of like. 
backed away from Outer Worlds, but I thought you really enjoyed the narrative aspect of I it. I did, but it wasn't as good as Death Stranding to me. That's a good point. I voted for Death Stranding as well. Um, even though I haven't gotten super far, the narrative so far I really enjoy. It's, in, so. it's intriguing. It's new. It's different. I like it. All right. Ongoing game. Awarded yes. to... This is the one that I was like, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. The game is never over. Yeah. <laughs> so, read us our options. Yeah, we have Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 15, Fortnite, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. So really, Final Fantasy is a never-ending game because it never really ends. They just make a new one, like, literally all the time. <laughs> uh, but my vote was for Apex for this one. Yeah? What was your vote for? Destiny 2. So this is a similar category, I feel like, to the... I forget which one I did vote Destiny yeah. 2 on. But this, I I think it's because I, I was a little more biased to Apex well, because I enjoy it, it more. Well, that's... I think it makes sense. You you know Destiny 2 is out there, but what mm-hmm. are you playing? Apex. Exactly. Because it's good yeah. to you. So, um, And I do think that they they really are kind of ongoing and evolving as well. They're newer to the evolving process because they're a newer game than yeah. Destiny 2. But Destiny 2 is also a close second within that because like we talked Every about. Every DLC I've gotten and I've enjoyed. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Performance. Awarded to an individual for voiceover acting, motion, and or performance capture. Ashley Birch as Parvati Holcomb, The Outer Worlds. Mm -hmm. Courtney Hope as Jessica, Jesse Mm -hmm. Fadden in Control. Sorry. Um, Laura Bailey as Kate Diaz, Gears 5. Mads Mickelson as Cliff Destrandine. Matthew Peretta as Dr. Casper Darling mm-hmm. in control. And last but not least, Norman Reedus as Sam Porter Bridges in Death Stranding. So I'll tell you this. And um, without spoiling the ending of Death Stranding, them together should win. Both of them? They should both win. I can tell you Norman's character, Sam, does not talk a lot in this game. But when he does, he has a lot to say. But Mads, anytime he came up on screen, I'm just like focused in. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, it's Mads Mickelson mm-hmm. in a video game. Mm-hmm. What is this? I've only seen him in like a few scenes so far, but so far I'm really intrigued by him. I wish all of them could win because Ashley Birch is one of my favorite voice actors. So is Laura Bailey. They're incredible. And Courtney Hope, like that was a tough character to play. And like her voice acting is really good in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, God, this is tough. I voted for Norman Reedus. I did too. (laughs) Shots. I'm like, he's creeping into voice actor territory. Right. I'm like, get out of here. But you did good. (laughs) Role playing game for the best game designed with rich player character customization and progression, including massively multiplayer experiences. Disco Elysium, Final Fantasy 15, Kingdom Hearts 3, Monster Hunter World Iceborne, and The Outer Worlds. I voted for Kingdom Hearts 3. I voted for The Outer Worlds. I figured you would. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that's the only one I've played out of these, and I do really like it. So I voted for Kingdom Hearts 3. Nice. And I know you talked about one of your favorite things about Outer Worlds was the customization, right? Yeah, it was okay. pretty cool. Like, at the beginning, and like I'm like, it's a good role-playing game. It's going to win. Mm-hmm. It's going to win. Okay. Score and music. For outstanding music, inclusive of score, original song, and or licensed soundtrack. Cadence of Hyrule, mm-hmm. Death Stranding, Devil May Cry 5, Kingdom Hearts 3, or Sayonara Wild Hearts. Death Stranding, duh. 
I feel like it's going to have competition with Sayonara. Oh, it will. Yeah. I also voted Death Stranding. No surprise <sighs> here. We talked about the audio gonna, already. Oh, my God. Oh, this whole soundtrack's incredible. Sports racing game. I don't play any of these. I only play one. It's the one I voted for. Crash Team Racing. <laughs> or Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. The other ones were uh, Dirt Rally 2, eFootball Pro Evolution Soccer 2020. What? What? I don't know. F1 2019 and oh, FIFA sports 20. slash racing game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that we just, I didn't vote because I, I don't picked, play any of those. I picked the Bandicoot. <laughs> <laughs> Strategy game. I also don't play any of these. But we will give out the nominees. Yeah, yeah, Best yeah. Best game focused on real-time or turn-based strategy gameplay, which I've played these types of games before, and they're fun. I just haven't played any in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Age of Wonders, Planetfall, Anno 1800, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Total War, Three Kingdoms, Tropico Six, War Groove. I voted for Fire Emblem Three Houses because that may be a game I can get into eventually. Right, it I've fun because I like Persona. It sort of reminds me of Persona. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. I'm surprised that Civilization VI wasn't on there. I know a lot of people liked that game. I don't know if that's that kind of game particularly, it, but... It is. Interesting. I, I, I heard it was big this year, but I don't know. I didn't play it, so... Me neither. All right. A VR slash AR game. For the best game experience playable in virtual or augmented reality, irrespective of platform. Asgard's Wrath. I said... <laughs> Asgard. I put a lot of ass in my Asgard. <laughs> um... <laughs> Blood and Truth, Beat Saber, No Man's Sky, Trover Saves the Universe. I voted for Beat Saber. So I did I. the heck out I of I love Beat Saber. <laughs> I love it, even though I don't have it. I've yeah. played it on one of our friends. We should VR set lot. up the, the stream to get Shannon to do that. Oh, that would be she, funny. She would enjoy that. I think she would, too. I always I think about all the games it. that Shannon can play. We love. I like to watch her play. We love Shannon. That was the last category. That, what, do you, what do you know? We've reached well, the end. Uh, wow. So the Game Awards will be coming to us live from, I think, somewhere in California. <laughs> yeah. On uh, our December 12th. Yeah. I think at 8 p.m. That's awesome. It's Jeff Keeley's show. We are going to probably, the episode after that, talk about more about it. Yeah, we'll talk probably. about the winners. Yeah. And, and also during the Game Awards, um, if you didn't know, um, they also have a lot of world premieres and first time, like, world, uh, what is it? What do they say? World premiere. <laughs> That's it. Like, new trailers mm-hmm. and stuff. So we may get to see what's uh, next on Last the horizon. Was- oh, next horizon. Next year. Yeah. I don't think so. Not yet. But. You never know. Mm. Um, but yeah, I hope to see like a little more from Last of Us Part 2. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Any maybe. other like games? I'm excited been- about that. Um, maybe they'll show us. Wasn't there rumors of there being another Horizon Zero Dawn? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I doubt they would show something about probably that. Probably not there. They probably won't Do show you- it until after the PlayStation 5 gets announced. True. Do you think they'll they'll... Do you think Sony would say anything at the Game Awards about... Yeah, I feel like they could. They could could Mm -hmm. talk about PS5 or they could talk about... Mm, Probably not, yeah. But I think they would definitely tease... I could see them teasing a game right. that's going to be on PS5. Yeah, that would be interesting. They they show like a short like snippet and then we may be releasing on PS5 or something yeah, like that at yeah, the end. Yeah. yeah or just cool. what, nothing. Nothing about what it's going to be on. That's true, yeah. That'd be cool. Leave it up to interpretation. Maybe Halo. Something with Halo yeah. Infinite. True. 
Definitely true. We can only speculate and talk about what happens. Yeah, but we'll let you know when it does. We'll come back to you with info. Oh my gosh, I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking over at Audrey playing Death Stranding, and her stack was so high. <laughs> wow, what I have to look forward she to. She likes to stack them high. Wow, she's a high stacker. <laughs> Well, anyways, this has been a great episode. It has. This is coming out next week, the day before Thanksgiving. So we oh, hope yeah. you all have a great holiday. Eat all that turkey, dressing, whatever. I you're know eating. that we will be. Let's be thankful for all the great games. Yes, thankful to be a gamer in today's. Like, I'm world. thankful to be a gamer. I'm thankful to be on this podcast. Me too. I'm, I'm thankful for you guys listening I'm to this podcast. Thankful for all of your ears, listeners. Let me get a look in there. Let me <laughs> clean them out. Give Anywho. me a Q-tip. Give me a right. All right, you guys have Bye a good guys. one. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Glitch Girls Gaming. Please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at podcastggg. If you have any questions, comments, or corrections, email us at glitchgirlswithaupodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening from. Until next time, this is Kayla.